All the addresses I have saved in DoorDash and all the addresses I have like saved associated with my PayPal account is just a list of the how of all the houses of every girl I've ever dated. <laughs> I noticed that the other day because I was looking through my PayPal history, and like, I. I, like, was ordering something and it defaulted to my old address, so I, like, pulled up the list of addresses and it was just every single girl I've dated in the last six years, just all of them were still in there. You have, like, a catacomb of dates on your phone. Yeah, I have a catacomb of every girl that I saw for more than, like, a month at a time, because that's about once you, like, once you hit the month mark with me, that's the precipice of me ordering things (laughs) online for you. (laughs) One month and then you get... Yeah, Chipotle one... through a DoorDash. I'll pay the <laughs> delivery fee so we can hang out. Yeah, one one month in, and uh, I'm ordering stuff off of Wish.com for you. <laughs> what the fuck are you ordering them off of Wish? Like a crack pipe or something? I've ordered rugs and shit off of Wish.com. I, I ordered a... Uh, one time I ordered, a, like, it was like a throw rug for a girl and it was uh, it just had like a giant skull on it <laughs> oh, no. i uh it caught my attention because i because uh, when like the thumbnail was like the misfits like fiend uh skull and i was just like oh that's kind of cool uh-huh. and then i clicked on it and like the other images were just like skulls <laughs> and uh <laughs> The timing was really bad on that because uh, in the time it took for me to place that order for that girl and uh, for it to arrive, we had stopped talking. <laughs> so like two, and I never told her about it either. I like just thought it would be a funny thing, and like I remember like it was probably a good like month after like we weren't really talking or hanging out anymore, and she like posted on Twitter like who the fuck ordered this for me? <laughs> it just finally showed up. Yeah, it's I mean, because, yeah, all of Wish.com stuff is just, like, from random shops in, like, China, I think, is where all the stuff's mm-hmm. centered from, so, like, there's no real promise when it's gonna show up. I really just want to know what that stuff smells like when it shows up. Not great. I've ordered quite a bit off of Wish.com. Mm-hmm. I've ordered, like, pins and stuff like that, because, like, usually the quality is, like, just okay enough, and you're paying fucking $2, mm-hmm. so, like... You can't really complain about that. Yeah. I wonder where the worst smelling imports come from. I, I, I would probably Lithuania. say... Lithuania. I was going to say... Because remember working at uh, Target? And when you, Boy, open, when you open the boxes or whatever, I feel like the ones from China were fine. But when you open the boxes that are from India, they always had a fucking smell about them. Like, they got like a whiff of like... It's it like just they're, they're, bad. their packing peanuts come from a different distribution center. Their packing peanuts are laced with, uh, laced with like potpourri or something like that. No, it wasn't even. I wish it was laced with potpourri or something. I don't know what potpourri smells like. That's like a honest, flowery I've... smell and shit. Really? Yeah. I've always every time I've like I've seen potpourri in person, it's been like a brown color, and like <laughs> my sense of smells really fucked. So like I always just be like, oh, I guess it smells nice in here. I can't tell, but you know. I actually I don't I. I is potpourri, that's, like, uh, stuff that's, like, scented with, like, flowers or something, right? But You're talking to the wrong person. There's also those, like, sticks that your grandma puts in the that jar of, like, scented oil or something. They're, like, these sticks it looks like you can eat them when you're a kid you're like oh those look like they taste oh they're, good. they're the forbidden pockies yeah the forbidden pockies <laughs> i really have no i think i have an idea of what you're talking about but i i really can't speak confidently I on this I, I i'm not a purveyor of sense but yeah they look like they look like pockies or just like shish kebab sticks that they put in this glass jar and then there's some forbidden liquid in there 
Uh, we ordered uh, we ordered Taco Bell, and it's arriving way quicker than we expected. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we got it coming. Uh, it's that's coming. for sure. It's coming. <laughs> like duty in your pants is coming. It's coming. Uh, going back to like the smells and shit like that, I think there's something that like. I went to Target the other day just for some, uh, some, like, bubble mailers, because I had some, like, tapes to ship off, mm-hmm. and I, like, walked out with so much shit that I didn't need, and I think that's just a phenomenon for everyone, but I was, like, not only buying shit I don't need, it was buying shit that I have no applicable use for, like, I bought candles, and I don't buy candles, because I don't really have much of a sense of smell, and what I do have is very you're sensitive. you're a fucking psychopath. No, it's because I've had a sinus infection for six <laughs> years, and it's burned my ability to smell anything. It's just like a um, psychopath. Exactly like a psychopath. They all have sinus infections. I think I read that. Yeah, if you if and, uh, if you're in Hopkins a if you're, if you're in a public situation, and a dude sniffles five times, not four, not six, five times. He he's plotting. He's he, plotting something. He's plotting. It's he coming. Can't, he can't smell, and he's fucking pissed. I'm fucking pissed. Actually, I'm, I, it's more of a, it's more of a blessing than a curse. The, the fact that I can't smell. You would flourish in like a big city, probably, because you couldn't oh, smell. Oh, I, the... I love it. I remember like when I was in Los Angeles, uh, the people I was with, like somebody like pointed out, I was like, "Oh, this fucking street smells like piss," and I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, well, "Ooh, it does." <laughs> like, I like took a big deep breath and everything, and everyone was just like, "Oh, how are you doing that?" I was like. I don't know what to tell you. It smells fine here. It's getting nasty. Oh, speaking of piss smell. Oh, uh, actually, this has nothing to do with piss smell. But I did. Did you, did you? I do have. I do have a gift. We did recently. We went out of town and we passed by the world's largest truck stop, and we got you a little gift. All right. I was thinking about you. Make sure I found it. It's nothing big. It's nothing, nothing big. big. It's really stupid, actually. But here you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right since this is a obviously not a visual podcast uh, i got a uh beautiful beautiful uh refrigerator magnet with a you know a big truck it's the most hoss. obnoxious magnet i could find there so you, th- you enjoy that i'm putting that on my you fridge the second i fridge. get home <laughs> absolutely i'm putting that on my fridge when i get home yeah we're gonna have to post a picture of that magnet <laughs> that's really good why don't you I'm... go ahead and describe it so it's yellow. It's got a big, uh, big red truck. <laughs> big red semi. Big hoss. Big hoss. No, no trailer. It's not. It's not pulling a load mm-hmm. right now. It's it's loadless, yeah, as they say. And it's uh, probably a stretched Peterbilt or something. Maybe fucking climbing uh, pipes uh, and pushing jakes in that thing. A big Mac. I don't know anything about trucks. I'm uh, not a man. I just uh, gave you all of my knowledge in one sentence. <laughs> stretched right Peterbilt. Stretched Peterbilt. And I know the phrase climbing pipes and pushing jakes. I'm sure there's some trucker that's watching this. But you talking about Wish.com made me think of that place. Yeah, this is this is probably a step above Wish.com like quality. Uh, I mean, who knows? Once I put it on the fridge, maybe I'll feel different about it. But You'll forget it even exists. That's how fridge magnets always are. You're like, like I don't know. The there's not too much on my fridge currently, so I think this one might stick out. I'm, I'm very happy well, that's with that. Good. I'm, I'm very thankful that you got that for You're me. Welcome. There was all kinds of other stuff. There was all kind of like skull-themed stuff. And when you were talking about those mats, it actually reminded me that I got you that because yeah. I started thinking about <laughs> Otherwise, you would have completely forgotten. <laughs> I thought it would be really funny to get you something like absolutely ridiculous because they do they have this little standee like 
uh, yeah. angel demon things so you're fucking like boomer uncle would post on facebook like pictures of with the quote under it. he's like i'm a tough guy i don't take shit yeah from pussies or something like that i love my family but if, <laughs> if you come between me and my family you'll see the dark side <laughs> yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. you'll see the dark side of dale dale <laughs> of dale walcott <laughs> love that god that's so good okay i won't get i won't talk about that place too much since we talked about it last time but the world's largest truck yeah 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 i mean i think we've kind of uh we've extended as much as we can about it unless you had anything uh pop up in your uh situation at all um not really uh but if anyone that works there is listening to this you really need to fucking put your prices on shit there because there i know there was another thing i was thinking about getting you it was like this big like obnoxiously large like jug that you'd put fountain soda in or like a gas station and it was it, i'm not even kidding it was like both of our heads next to each other combined like so, that size so of a, jug have a crazy it straw had, attached to it no it was just like one of those flip top things but it had a big semi on it like that and I, a big hoss i had to choose between that and that i'm i'm more than content with the magnet maybe next time also uh i think if we ever have a, a meetup for this thing if if it ever takes off to that point, it's oh, got to be. Oh, you're really thinking. I'm really thinking. Far I'm thinking ahead. like probably like twenty, forty, fifty, hundred years in the future. Yeah, know? once we're retired once, and we're still doing. Once this. we're retired and we're retarded, which we already are. We got. We're halfway there. Yeah. Like Bon jo- John Bovey John once Bovey. said, "Whoa, <laughs> we're halfway there." I'm thinking meetup. Whoa! If, we, if, we, if, for, if for any reason there's a meetup, it has to be at the world's largest truck stop. You know, take my hand. We'll make it. I swear. Whoa! <laughs> Living on a prayer. And we'll play that in the parking lot really loud. That won't be really out of character for the world's largest truck stop, yeah, though. That's I'm why we get sure. away with it. I guarantee you that song's playing in a truck outside of the truck that's stop. That's what we'll right play now. if they try to tell us to leave. This is an uh, this is an unauthorized gathering of people. No, it's a it's a it's a Bon Jovi you concert. You all can't be in the truck stop shower together, okay? But we have a permit. <laughs> We have a permit to and have fun. Th- and then we blast Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. John Bovey. John Bon Jovi. Jim Bob. You think that's his real name? Bon Jovi? Do you think his real name is John Bon Jovi? Wait, is it? What is it? Is it John Bon Jovi? It's, is it John? It is John Bon Jovi. Do you think that's like his real name though? No, because there's that Sebastian Bach guy that's not, that's not his real name for sure. I think well, it's like yeah, the same thing. I assume like 90% of, of those then there's, people... That Michelangelo guy that plays the guitar with the two necks, like, huh? like this, it looks, it, it comes out like a V, and he plays the, the all those, all those hair metal guys have like the dumbest fucking names. What do you think John Bon Jovi's real name is? Uh, Jonathan, Johnny Bosch. John Francis Bongiovi Jr. Bongiovi? Yeah, he's, he's, he's bon, Italian. He's Bongiovi. Bongiovi, I like that. John... I mean, I get. Um, maybe it's John B. Bon Jovi, or maybe <laughs> maybe it's maybe it is pronounced Bon Jovi. Do you think he'd get mad if you called him by his actual name, John Bon Jovi? I love. Oh, you you know that song "Living on a Prayer." I love Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi, I love. <laughs> Just start calling the band by Bon Jovi. <laughs> yeah, Don Quixote, Bon Jovi. Don Vito. Don Vito. It's all connected. They all probably, you know, <laughs> love 13-year-olds. Oh, God. 
Well, but probably, I mean, guaranteed Don Vito. Oh, Don Vito, for sure, we know. Bon Jovi was a hair metal dude, so, like, he probably had... Well, was I don't think, it wasn't Bon Jovi, but there was that one hair metal song, it was just called, like, Seventeen. And I think the lyrics to that are just seventeen is old enough for me, <laughs> and it's just talking about fucking. What fucking girl. song is that? I think it's called Seventeen because I remember 17 I had lyrics. like the trial for Sirius XM, and we put that hair metal channel on as like a joke for a minute. And the guy that song was playing, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And the guy came on afterwards, and he's like, "And that was seventeen. And I'll tell you what, that is old enough for me, or something like that." He's like really creepy about it, or some shit. Seventeen by Winger. That's probably it. I'm only 17, but I'll show you love like you've never seen. She's only 17. 17. Daddy says she's too young, but she's <laughs> old enough for me. Yeah. yeah Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to go from the top here. All right, please. Yay, I saw are. sparks fly from the corner of my eye. When I turned, it was love at first sight. I said, please excuse me. I didn't catch your name. Oh, it'd be a shame to not see you again. Again, and just when I thought she was coming to my door, she whispered sweet and brought me to the floor. She said, I'm only 17. 17. <laughs> but I'll show you love like you've never seen. She's only 17. 17. Daddy says she's too young, but <laughs> she's old worst, enough for me. That's the worst part. Oh, God. I really... Oh, okay. I need to read this first. I wonder how old they were when they wrote this. <laughs> Fucking like 30. 40, 30. <laughs> yeah. Yes, such a bad girl loves to work me overtime. Feels good. Ha! Dancing close to the borderline. <laughs> she's a magic mountain. She's a leather glove. Oh, Whoa, she's my what soul. That? What does that mean? It must be love. <laughs> what does that mean? She's a rubber glove? Fucking Kip Winger, man. I'm gonna fucking... Alright, when was this... Uh, let's see how old Kip Winger was when this... Uh, it's just weird how open about it. Uh, you know... I mean, all those fucking hair metal dudes, I guarantee you, like, every single one of those dudes has a fucking track record, you know, half a kilometer long. It probably even goes, I mean, I guarantee you it goes back to, like, the counterculture stuff from the fucking 60s and shit. Holy shit, Winger didn't form until 87. That feels, like, really late for a hair metal band. I don't know. I put on a, uh, it's like one of those bands that would end up, uh, at the beginning of, like a movie from that time period because they always played the music videos for some reason which i still can't figure out why oh our taco bell has been dropped off they took a picture and left it in front of the door that's new i want to go get that you fucking you entertain fucking entertaining uh thank you amy uh doordash delivery driver um i i hope you had a good time delivering our taco bell i appreciate it um you have my number Give me a call sometime if you uh, want to bring me more Taco Bell in the future. I'm back. Go for it. Darby's back. It was there. She did a good job. You know, that's the first time people haven't had to call me to fucking figure out how to get in this damn place. I wanted to make sure that she didn't call me and I just ignored it. Because I've definitely done that before where I've, like, ordered DoorDash and I've uh, forgotten about it or I've gotten distracted. And then I, like, check my phone and I have two missed calls. This crinkling is going to be very loud on here. Okay, here's... I think that's you. It's got a bunch of tomatoes and stuff on it, so I'm guessing that that's you. So, yeah, I ordered a spicy potato soft taco, but I just filled it with as many ingredients as possible. Wow. Because, you know, I'm one of those dirty vegans. Yeah, I got the... Well, no one wants to hear about this. About our Taco Bell order? Absolutely. I mean, we're just going to be eating, so we might as well be talking about our Taco Bell order. I got... uh, What is this? 
This year? Yeah, I ordered two things. Oh, you ordered two? Just set it on the ground. Okay. So I ordered a spicy potato soft taco, no cheese, uh, no uh, chipotle sauce. I got this, uh, actually, I don't, it's quesarita, no sour cream. Because sour I, cream is for the devil. I add guac and tomatoes onto my spicy potato <laughs> soft taco. I, I'm Not like, very good, if you to be completely honest. Yeah, this 80s hair metal bag fucking crinkle that bag right in front of the microphone. You're really just gonna pretend like nothing, nothing happened? No, nothing happened. After a brief intermission where we ate our Taco Bell and discussed, you know, the principles and the foundations and the intricacies of factory farming, we're back. <laughs> and now we're gonna talk about more retarded shit. After we had, like, an actual deep conversation with, you know, meaning and merit to it. I guess we should have uh, fucking left it recording while we were eating that No, food. fuck it. Nobody, nobody's here to listen to that. No. It all boils down to this. Factory farming's fucking garbage. Yep. Um, the system that uh, perpetuates that is fucking garbage. Go vegan if you want to. If you don't, that's cool. Do what you want. Just uh, seek local sources and fuck big corporations and fuck Monsanto. That's right. Fuck you, Monsanto. Well, fuck you, the genetic modified fucking the fucking the putting the chemicals in the fucking in the in the fucking foods, so you get the you get the fucking tits. You're, you you're saying it in a voice, like it's a joke. I'm just doing an <laughs> imitation of John Joseph from Chromax because uh, every single time he goes on his Instagram live. He immediately just starts talking about the Monsanto Corporation and the uh, chemicals they're putting in your foods, and that I love you need that. to live a he's, strictly organic diet. He's he's a care he's a character. Does he does he have tits though? I mean, he's he's like a he's one of those like Iron Man athletes. So, so like, he, he's, he's in good shape. He's got he's in good shape for a fifty five year old man. Yeah, so maybe sure. listen to that guy when he tells you about diet shit. I mean, it, the. Uh, the message itself, like, the meaning is more important than how the message is portrayed. And sometimes you gotta think about that, because, like, you could say the same thing about Alex Jones. Maybe maybe his end goal, his uh, meaning is, like, uh, more valuable than how he says it. <laughs> I think he says it in that, oh, God, okay, we shouldn't even say that name, because now we're gonna get fucking taken off We're gonna get shadow banned. We're gonna get fucking sent to the shadow realms. We're not gonna get any listens anymore. Spotify is gonna send, uh, is gonna fucking put out all parts of Exodia and they're gonna yeah. fucking send us to the Shadow Realm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Jalex owns <laughs> didn't work very well. Alexander Johnson. Alexander Johnson. Wasn't that a founding father? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Andrew Jackson. That's not. It's Alexander Johnson. Alexander Johnson. Yeah, he's on the twenty dollar bill. Listen, yo, know, you got you got your Lincolns, you got your Washingtons, you got your Franklins, you got your Johnsons. Jackson, you're you're more involved with the alternative community than I am. The alternative community. The, what the, do you the mean alternative. By that? The alternative. The alternative community. What, and I what want you, you, when I say alternative community, I want you to picture uh, ukulele music in the background with, like, glockenspiel behind it playing, and then, like, that, that really empty-looking corporate, uh, art style where it's very flat and very colorful, like, like you're a baby, like you're, like, a baby. I want you to picture me saying that with that soundtrack and that kind of imagery behind me. The, al the alternative community, Jackson. He, how, he, how, how, That is the most, like, like, my fight or flight response has been activated right now <laughs> by you describing that why because it's too real it's i don't like what you're what you're getting at here all right continue with your point the, though. the alternative community the counterculture i'm i'm familiar with the counterculture in quotations I'll stop. i prefer I, i'm a big fan of marble i think granite is pretty like pretty good counterculture i'm a big fan of like wood 
You like wood grain. I like wood grain. I'm like I a, like, I'm I like, like wood a cabinet grain. man, I think. I like wood grain in my, my cabinetry. I think that a good granite countertop, you can't go wrong with it. Uh, yeah, I guess if you're... If you're not the one you installing know, it, you if know. If you're a 40-year-old uh, woman who spent her husband's money on a fucking house. As a 40-year-old woman that spends <laughs> her husband's <laughs> money on my house. I was just going to say, look, I have I have a uh, an Alexander Jones sticker hanging above my shit over here. Yeah. And it says, it says, end the Fed. Yeah. And I, w- I would just like to ask you how many people that you know would probably agree with that sentiment. Uh, well, when, when it comes to the public execution of Kevin Federline, <laughs> I guess I don't really know where a lot of my friends stand on that. I don't know. I, I guess I haven't really asked. Maybe uh, maybe I need to uh, maybe I need to put out a Twitter poll later of like what are your feelings on uh, having uh, Kevin Federline Mussolini in front of a live TV audience. <laughs> I don't know. I just I feel like you know it's a pretty the, the it's man's a, demonized. It's that's Kevin a, Federline. That's a pretty neutral stance for like anybody on the left leaning side of things, in my opinion. Like that's a, that's pretty standard. Yeah. Well, but then the, I don't understand, I don't understand the, the, I'm not trying to get like, you know, yeah, let's, let's not get political here, but what I will say I, what is I do that, want to know. Okay, um, between the right and the left, like a pretty common trait between them that like should be a middle ground that, you know, people could be able to reach, uh, if there wasn't all the extenuating factors, people should be able to reach this middle ground of just like not wanting big government. Like that's a pretty standard, like well, I just... top tier for both extreme, like either side yeah and that's that's like that's a, that's a pretty good slogan for that that concept yeah yeah i'm just uh i won't get into it too much here because this yeah. isn't the time or the place this isn't the time or the place we got billy's full of taco bell i got winger on the mind <laughs> i'm still thinking about that song <laughs> yeah it's really bad i'm really just kind of fucked uh, fucked up that winger started in 1987 because that seems very late for glam like they seem like they hopped on the train at the very end because well, like fucking didn't guns and roses come out like pretty late for that shit too because they were yeah, out in the they, 90s yeah use your illusion like one and two was like 90 and 91 but then like grunge killed all that shit in like mm. 92 and fucking all the bands started blowing up but like because there's like you can kind of look at the trajectory specifically of twisted sisters like discography of like mm. they were on top of the fucking world and then like grunge started to hit and they're like oh but, no but people still like d snyder for some reason and i feel like it's a certain person that likes d snyder do the you... fucking vocalist from uh, yeah I know the, I know like D Snyder his... I'm just saying who do you know that like like it's just like that's a point of their personality it's probably the same kind like of guys that that are part of the uh, uh, like uh, get on my bicycle and ride to the brewery culture I think what just like you know what I'm talking about I'm really lost here you're gonna okay. need to do the I'm in unknown territory for Jackson here so there's this whole subculture of people that's been around probably since like 24. 14, I'm aware of brewery culture, but I didn't think that Twisted Sister would have a part of well, that. Listen, I'm just saying, I think it's just because that brewery culture thing is a bunch of, like, older dudes that would have liked Twisted Sister. So now they're into D. Snyder's solo career, because maybe they think it's more mature or something. They just followed it through. They're like, oh, the music's not cool like it used yeah, to be. Yeah, the man with ramen noodle hair wearing tights at the, the, the smooth age of 65 is really mature. It's the kind of guy that thinks that Bill Burr's the funniest motherfucker on the planet. Are there people that think that Bill Burr is the funniest motherfucker on the planet? Because I mean, that's news to me. Listen, he's got some funny material. I like some Bill Burr. Yeah. But it's just, there's something about, like, new comedians 
they just they get old so fast. I'd like the record to show that Kip Winger was 27 years old when he wrote the song 17. <laughs> Charles Frederick Kip That's, Winger. Could you imagine being 27 years old? In writing, and writing a, song a song about, about banging 17-year-old girls? I can't even, like, I can't even begin to fathom being 27. And you mention their dad? With. And you the, call their dad daddy? Well, I think he might have been switching perspectives. I might have to. I might have to really go through the lyrics and kind of, uh, kind of comb through it a little bit because I think that was a switch perspective where he's talking from the perspective of the seventeen-year-old girl. Hmm. That may be some uh, weird uh, switching narrator sort of thing. That's a literary device, as they say. He's uh, he's, it's literary cross-dressing, I think. So it circles back to Twisted Sister. Right. It's, it's all it's, interconnected. It's all about, as Bill Burr would say, <laughs> dressing like a woman and singing about the devil. You know, and thank God for that, honestly. Thank God for that. Thank God for that. Rest thank in you. peace, Bill Burr. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Kip Winger. Rest, Rest in, in peace, King, Kip, King... Gizzard. King Gizzard. King Diamond. Rest in peace. Oh, if King Diamond dies, I'm going with him. Is he not dead? He's definitely not dead. Oh. I'm pretty sure Merciful Fate released a record like two years ago. Huh. Well, fucking A. Yeah, King Diamond's a fucking character and a half. I love that dude. But that like over the top. Like, he doesn't have shit. any songs about fucking 17 year olds, so he's not in my book. Just, you know, demonic stuff. 64 years old. From Fividavor, Denmark. Wow. What is the... What is like the... Denmark's... And I'm going to sound really dumb here because I don't uh, know European geography. Geography time with uh, well. Darby and Jackson. So Denmark, that's like a Scandinavian country. Right? I'd say it's south of Scandinavia. Hmm. I like, they're still like the Hinga Dinga Durgan types. What is that but, like those guys and that sort of thing? Those, that, that, that demographic of people in that region. Yeah. And like uh, black metal and... Like all of that kind of stuff. I, I think it, I can't really speak for like what the environmental factors of like or what the what what caused it to like. I think it was just the fact that it started there, and it doesn't help the fact that Scandinavia is a very cold, very bleak place. Mm-hmm. Like it's not Scandinavia, but for instance, uh, Lithuania is known to, known as like the suicide country because it's the most like bleak like depressing country weather wise i see because it's the type of thing where it never it it snows there but like for the most part of the year it's just it's cloudy and bitterly cold rain like it's not enough for it to snow it's just constant fucking like sub 30 degree rain i feel like i would really like that maybe you should move to lithuania i was like not gonna lie i like was looking at flights to lithuania because they have like the hill of crosses there and a bunch of like old like christian uh, like monuments and like cathedrals and castles Man, and shit. Man, that's cool. And I can fly to Lithuania August of this year for six hundred bucks round trip. You want to go? I mean, I'm down to go to Lithuania. That's a terrible time for me to do it unless I quit my job, which maybe I'll do that. Don't talk about that on here. Don't talk about my job. What if job? they listen to you? What, what if, if your boss is like Jackson? Like secretly, he's like a fan of you. I'd be shocked. I, I, they were talking like, and the, the people in my office were talking about podcasts at work, and I like my ears perked up. I was like, oh, I hope they can't smell the microphone <laughs> on me. Because <laughs> tell them to check it out. The last thing I want is for my coworkers to know anything about me, because yeah. that's kind of my rule. Like I've established that with every job I've worked at is, uh, usually there's like one person that breaks through. For instance, you. All right, great. <laughs> yeah. 
but like for the most part, I'm entirely shut off from all my coworkers unless I'm directly lying to them about something that I think is funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't need my coworkers knowing about this. Um, I really like that life philosophy that you have about coworkers. Yeah. The one so, where you're like, oh, you so, just go ahead and explain it. You know, when you're in a bind, when you're in a dark time in your life, and uh, you know you're, uh, you need some, you need an outlet for that. You need somewhere to reach out. Here's what you need to remember: coworkers aren't people. Don't treat them like people. They do not exist outside of the hours that you're clocked in at your job. Don't give them any further thought past your direct job interactions with them. You are both just cogs in a horrific machine. That is called capitalism, which is oiled by the blood of the workers, which is you, Miss Miss Woman Working at Starbucks. Now we're getting too communist manifesto over here. (laughs) Let me pull out my newspaper real quick. Let me me jello be off around the quotes. (laughs) Yeah, I I really have no, like, I have no desire to befriend any of my coworkers. It helps that they're all, like... 40 and 50 year old women like yeah well what are you gonna fucking connect with them on yeah like for the most for the most i maybe i've never seen a single second but what i've picked up from my coworkers is that the they are pretty like standard you know uh, suburban like middle class white women um they like like winger i'm sure some of them are big fans of winger uh, I know that they like, they talk about drinking wine a lot, which is something I can Oh, uh, they're alcoholics to. too, huh? I mean, if you work in an office, you have to be an alcoholic. I'm the one bastion of sobriety in that office, I guarantee it. Do you ever wonder what goes through, like, what a person's life is like when you hear them talking about their, uh, outside life experience at work? Just when you, like, overhear them, or you are, like, forced to have well, a I, conversation with I, them. like, think about it for a second, and then the, uh, the devil on my shoulder goes, eh don't do that don't do that don't be thinking about things well i just i never i just it sounds like depressing to me almost you know what yeah. I mean? like when people talk like are talking in earnest about things that like you would kind of just pass off or like i just mean like uh the stuff where it's like oh this weekend i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna, I'm gonna get go to shooters and, and i'm, gonna, and go I'm shoot. gonna go to shooters they got a new pinball game yeah yeah like like that kind of shit that's sort of that is such like a dead-end sort of personality and lifestyle to me and that's not me being like an edgy fucking asshole it's just it's a culture that i do not understand and if you participate and you have fun with it and that's just your thing more power to you i'm no. glad i'm glad you have no. something that you enjoy no, no, no. i'm being more i'm being good copy here i'm being good copy here <laughs> there's something wrong with you <laughs> Maybe yeah, maybe your there's soul's some, dead. You need to fix your, uh, fix your fucking a, soul, dude. Maybe you're like a like a hamster in a cage, and you need more enrichment, and you you're bored, you need so you just more keep vitamins. going. You're, you're bored, so you just keep <laughs> you going. Your stop, water you dish need to all stop the time. eating the food. You guys need the food for the Monsanto Corporation. <laughs> no, I just like do not understand that culture at all. And when people speak in earnest about like, oh, Friday night gonna go out to the bars i'm just like man you're gonna drop 40 dollars and feel like shit it's in the like morning. they're lucky they'll only drop 40 dollars well it depends if you're an uh, attractive woman or not you're gonna go out to the i just don't get, like what, a guy a guy built like a guy built like me that? i would be dropping you know a a, a a johnson as you say at the, at the <laughs> <Johnson>. bar <laughs> 
Uh, that's a double meaning. I definitely would not. I definitely would not be drop, dropping a Johnson at the bar itself. I would wait until I got to the safety of my own home to drop a Johnson. To drop a Johnson. <laughs> to deploy deploy a Johnson. To whip out my wallet, as they say. I guess I just don't understand what you're supposed to like gain from that. Like you go out and then. It's you just fucking a... get black. You get blackout drunk or like so drunk that you're able to tell stories about how drunk you were on Monday. Yeah, and you're miserable. Like I just don't understand that cycle that people get stuck in. It's, it's probably of... easy to get stuck in. It's I'm sure one of those it is. things where like it's a it's a double edged sword of like whether the alcohol heightens like you you're feeling like you're having fun and like puts you into like further situations. But you're also, like, you're burning the candle at both ends with that, where you're also, like, losing the ability to remember what happened, and you're also, like, doing things that maybe you probably shouldn't. So it's like, yeah, maybe I'm having, like, more fun because I'm, like, you know, a little tipsy, mm-hmm. I'm drinking, like, everyone around me is drinking, we're having fun. We're but young. also it's just like, I'm going to be throwing up for hours when I wake <laughs> up, and also I'm not going to remember any of this, so I'm just here to experience this, like, half experience this because you're intoxicated, mm-hmm. and then it's going to be over. Like, you're basically... When you, you're, you're chasing an ever fleeting moment that you'll never be able to reach and you'll reach a point in life where you'll acknowledge that and you'll realize what the fuck am I doing with my life? Yeah. And that is what alcoholics call a moment of clarity. And then what you do with that moment of clarity or where you go from there, that's going to be the rest of your life probably. Yeah. That's the rest of your life. That's the first day of the rest of your life is once you realize that, holy shit, I, my bank account is $14 negative. I feel like shit. I have, I've been eating cereal for the past four days. Yeah. And also like, I have all these dead end friendships and relationships that, that won't matter. That the all second, hinge on drinking. That all hinge partying. on drinking in the second that I move within, you know, outside of 30 minutes away from this city no one's going to reach out anymore. Exactly. I, it feels like I'm painting a very specific picture of, like, someone I know. I promise I'm not. This is just how every single one is. This is, is. your observation of people. This like is my certain, observation. Cer- a certain type of person. This is my observation of an entire culture that I f- find myself, like, constantly surrounded by, but I can never keep up with because it's just not something I identify with and it's not something I actively participate in. Like, the only time I'm ever at bars is when I'm designated driving for my friends because, you know, I'm a good person. I take people home when they're drunk because I'm not a piece of shit because <laughs> I'd rather not have one of my fucking friends end up, you know, killing a family of three on the way home from the fucking bar. Yeah. Yeah. Because you wanted to have the fucking uh, twisted tea. Yeah. The one Cause I wanted to kill the family of three. <laughs> that's my job. It's definitely a, a type of person that's very like prevalent in like a uh, nine to five jobs. And Honestly, here's the weird thing. Right? I think every job, I, every job site needs to have an alcoholic. I think that's like that's part of like. Well, the, when the whole job site's made up of alcoholics, then you just have a good time. I don't know about that. I'm just saying. I think I I, I was gonna say that that was like a, a a stereotype of a person that's uh like everywhere in like like retail job like working retail jobs and working in like nine to five. But I think you have more of a chance of meeting someone who does something other than that at a retail place because people at nine to five jobs get so stuck in this routine of that sort of lifestyle whereas if you're working at just like some shitty job at like home depot or something yeah no offense to the workers of home depot no you know it's a shitty job you're working at home depot yeah (laughs) you're right i mean who's gonna be like it's not 
that well you know what i mean but i like, have good benefits <laughs> it's like people that do that have time to do other things and i think you're more likely to meet someone who's just trying to like make some money while they're doing something on the I side think th- i think there's two different sides of the alcoholic coin that we're working with here the nine to five is the uh i have a, b- a bottle of wine waiting in my freezer for me yeah i have a I bottle home. of wine waiting in my freezer and fucking netflix at home yeah and then the uh the retail job sort of like working whenever is the me and me and my jock friends are gonna go to the bar and you know it's this three dollar wells we're gonna fucking get plastered and uh you know we're gonna do it all over again the next day it's too i think the nine to five lends itself to a more relaxed form a more relaxed more uh submissive form of alcoholism a little less deadly physically but i think your mental health probably suffers more in that and it's the sense. lack of it's the lack it, of social interaction like it's 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 if you're drinking every night at home by yourself that's a sign of something not being correct th- there's something going on there's there. something wrong and th- i know that like in this culture we live in it's like so it seems like it's a more and more normalized thing like all, mean, all of like culture with alcohol, like bar culture. And, yeah, it's and all it's also ingrained in our society that you can't really escape it. It's 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 built as an expectation, not an not something that you. It's it's an expectation, not a choice. Mm-hmm. So which is why like all my life, when people find out like, oh, you don't drink, oh, like they assume that I have a story as to why I don't drink instead of me just being like, no, I don't drink. Like, do I have to be like, oh yeah, my mom was killed by a drunk driver when you, I was you five. You should come up with something like that. Uh, I definitely have done that. And then that tell the a different story every time. I definitely have done that in the past to get people to stop prying about <laughs> why I choose not to drink alcohol. Yeah. I don't know. This guy's pretty serious for a second, but. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. We do whatever we want. It may be straight edge, but I still love some non-alcoholic brews. Non-alcoholic beer's good. It is good. Like it, it's one of those things where like it, it goes hand in hand with uh with like vegan products. It's like I don't hate it because of the taste. I hate it because of what it's made out of. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I I don't I I don't uh, abstain from eating meat because I think meat tastes gross. I think meat is fucking delicious mm-hmm. and it comes in many beautiful forms. But that's why I buy vegan products that sort of mimic it. And I don't have a problem with vegan products the way they taste, but I just don't like what they're made of. <laughs> <laughs> Two sides so of the same coin. I just want to eat the real food. Yeah, I want to know its name before I eat it. Nah, yeah. Well, maybe that would be better. I know the name of the machine that made my processed chicken nuggets. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's the Electro Nugget 6000. <laughs> Straight from it's... fucking Bill Gates designed this himself. Yeah. If I eat enough Gardein chicken nuggets, I, I, I'll I wake up in the morning and Excel will just be open on my laptop. <laughs> I'll just be a bunch, all the cells will just be filled with fucking gibberish. There's like equations that don't work in some of the cells. Yeah, I like I'm fucking trying to like find the quant- like the quantum cosmic coincidence. Like I, I'm, I'm, I've got like a whole like fucking Rain Man chalkboard full of math equations, but it's just in one Excel window. I wake up, I see the Excel window, and then it cuts to just the empty bag of Guardian chicken tenders in my garbage. (laughs) The dude's got his fucking grimy little wrinkly fingers and everything anyway, so I wouldn't be surprised if he has some, uh, has some sort of sleeper cell code inside of my, uh, inside of my, uh... Gil Bates? Inside of my, uh, fishless fillets that, uh, are probably gonna get me to run to, uh, download Microsoft Office 365. I mean, the guy, the guy owns, like, what... 
30% of the farmland in the United States? I can't speak, uh, I can't speak I can't speak actual way. numbers. Yeah, I don't know. I think know. it's something like that. It's some ridiculous percentage. I don't know anything about Gil Bates. Just don't trust him. I don't never, I don't, I'll never trust a man in glasses. I'll never trust a man that releases mosquitoes into a crowd of people. And is able to have them clap. Oh, that's kind of funny. You, have you seen that? Uh, I think I think we should uh, encourage He's, more releasing of mosquitoes he, he on says, the crowds. What does he say? He says, uh, oh, malaria should only be uh, experienced by poor people. We need to give you guys a chance here, too. And he opens this place. Is that what Bill Gates sounds like? <laughs> have you heard Bill Gates talk? I refuse to. Once again, I do not trust a man in glasses. You shouldn't trust him at all. You fucking... Makes, I'm not going to get into it. He makes... Uh, it's weird that... It's such a weird phenomenon that microsoft is such a huge company because if you have ever used a single microsoft product it fucking sucks i use maximum soft microsoft i'm maximum soft right now <laughs> microsoft if you dealt from with that joke from that joke i'm fucking i'm inside of myself right now uh it's like Micro- a turtle yeah like dana I'm carvey master of disguise yeah microsoft of disguise <laughs> uh Every single Microsoft software is fucking terrible. The hardware is not great either. My uh, my Xbox has started doing a thing where if it runs for more than fifteen minutes, it like clicks and whirs like every like thirty seconds because the, the fan is dying. What the hell? So if I like don't have my music or like my show or my video game loud enough, all I can hear is just the fucking <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a fucking rooster <laughs> all oh the time. Oh my god, I fucking hate wind. I just look. I was going to try to get some work done on the computer last night Yeah. in the dining room because mom was going to let me. And <laughs> she extended my curfew out. I could she play Slash my games. Curfew, right. And uh, I went to, I sat down and my computer's like, oh, we're updating after I said time and time again, slap, slap, slap to slap. not slap, do slap, that. Clap, clap. And all of a sudden it just decides to start updating and it was an update that took like three hours. And I didn't even want it to do it. I could, there was no option for me to say no. Yeah, like... My computer raped me, dude. I guess. Because without my consent, it updated. You, you basically, like, had the uh, software version of, like, you're in the hospital, you're starting to get better, and then the, then your, like, brother comes in and she's like, I'm sorry, I gotta do it, and presses the pillow in your face, <laughs> and you're just like, I'm fine, I'm fine! <laughs> That's what I got. I'm out of cardiac arrest. I'm fine. The, the, doctor's, the doctor said I can get discharged tomorrow. <laughs> I, can't, I hate to see him like this. I have to do it. I have to do it. I had the, I had the, the same like uh, update thing happen to me at work the other day. I walked into work and my computer was off and I was like, huh, that's weird. I like turned on my computer and immediately did the fucking, the, the spinny thing telling me it was updating. And I was just like, Huh, well, that's something. And I just went out back, went back out to my car and sat in my car for like 45 minutes. And then when I came back, it was updated. And as soon as I got logged in, I found out that the internet wasn't working in the office right then. Oh. So I spent the first like hour and a half of my day doing absolutely nothing. And then, uh, you know, got paid for it. That's pretty good. I mean, you're there. I am there. You're I'm drawing pictures of Garfield. I am over the Garfield phase. Oh, you're not drawing the post-its of Garfield anymore? I got paranoid. Oh, oh that's I, right. I got really paranoid, and uh, I knew I... I got really paranoid because I, like, had the drawer full of Garfield drawings open, and, 
like someone walked past, I immediately like fucking elbowed it close, <laughs> which probably made me look even more like incriminating. So I transported the Garfield drawings to the center console in my car, and I'm waiting for the day that I have you know a nice, nice, beautiful, kind lady in my passenger seat. And I, like, open the center console for something and just all the post-it notes of Garfield just fucking floor, <laughs> like, pop out. Like, you know, like, there's, like, the joke, like, can of nuts where the snakes pop out. Except these pictures of Except Garfield. Except pictures of Garfield with, like, his cock out and stuff like that. <laughs> but, yeah, I've moved on from Garfield drawings. I'm in a different desk now, mm-hmm. which, um, that also would have been bad timing because I came in like a couple weeks ago and like all the stuff was just gone from my desk and I was just like oh what the fuck happened here uh-huh. and like if I had kept the Garfield drawings in there they definitely would have gotten discovered and I probably would have a stern <laughs> talking to what would they have even said to you they probably would have just looked at you weird and avoided you I mean they do that anyways but that's probably because I don't talk to anybody yeah. I just do my job and if I need somebody I'll talk to them but like the other day I realized like it was like 3 p.m. and I realized I hadn't said a word out loud yet that day mm. And I, like, I went out to my car and I, like, tried to send, like, an, a voice message to someone. And I, like, opened my mouth and it, like, croaked so bad because uh. I had not said anything <laughs> for the first fucking seven hours of being awake. Which is kind of sad now that I think of it, but, you know. Yeah. I wish I could do that. I have a really depressing thing. I wonder if this is, like, a, a shared phenomenon, like, a universal experience. Uh, one time when I was, like, really depressed, like, early on, like, freshman, sophomore year of high school, I decided to, uh, just stop talking completely and see how long it would take before someone spoke to me. Mm. How I long did it take? Six days. It took six days for someone to talk to you? It took six days in high school where I was going to school. <laughs> Holy shit. And it... Like, no teachers said anything to you, or the principal didn't go, like, Jackson, you're not, you don't have a manifesto laying around somewhere. <laughs> I mean, you're, you look, you look like you're boiling on the inside. No, I uh, managed to go six days. I don't plan on buying any trench coats. I already have a collection. Yeah. No, I, uh, like, one night, I was, it was, like, 9 p.m., I'm just, like, I'm just gonna stop talking to people, and I'm pretty sure I was still texting people, because I was, you know, very, uh prolific on the internet Mm -hmm. uh, as you do but i like just didn't say anything out loud and i went through like three days of school and the weekend with no one saying anything to me like not even my mom which like that probably chalked up to me being like angsty teen like she probably like i probably just came home and like went to my room and she just didn't bother me you're pretty good if you didn't realize you just had headphones in the entire time you know when you're like a teenager and you just have like music on constantly I'm 22 and I still do that. I just, I mean, like all the time. Like you're in the car with people, and you just got your fucking headphones in. You're just jamming to some. That's fucked shit. up. That's some really antisocial behavior. That I think, like, I wish every single like. I know you should let kids be kids, and like, there's some things that like kids just need to work themselves out of phases and stuff like that. I would just you... like to disclaim this portion by saying neither of us are parents. <sighs> Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> uh, well, as far as we know. As far as I know, as far as far as I've been made aware of and been made aware of by the state of Iowa, I do not have children. <laughs> but maybe when your uh, child, you know, hits eleven and they got their iPod, they got their iPod Nano with their uh, gym class heroes and their all time nice. low, and their take uh, a look at my girlfriend. That's gym, wait no that's gym class heroes right yeah i was okay. gonna say like that's not all time long if you see your kid like spending all day with uh with their headphones in like in situations where they should be social uh rip that shit out you should slap him 
Don't slap your kids. Slap your kids. Maybe, don't necessarily rip that shit out, but explain to your child, like, I understand that social situations suck, because, like, even to this day, I don't like talking to people. I'm picturing you with, like, a 1950s haircut in front of the grainy background, and it's got the narrator, and he's like, here's how you should tell your child if you recognize any sort of antisocial behavior. And then it's you, you come home and your child has an Aussie CD on the turntable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like you, you fucking come in, you come in the room and the These fucking little... are the signs of Satanism. Uh-oh. Black clothing. Wait, why are we going to Jello Biafra now? <laughs> I feel like that's the direct lineage there. It's bizarro Jello Biafra. That, These that, are the, the signs of, of Satanism. Satanism. Tipper Gore. Newspaper! End list. <laughs> Newsweek, or should I call it Newspeak? <laughs> <laughs> that dude's really just like a wealth of wealth of content through and through. I just watched the uh, thing of him on Oprah last night. Oh, man. Because yeah. I was going to make a meme where it was a photo of Jello Biafra and a photo of uh, Tipper Gore, and then there's just like, there's a, like a... I'm getting real deep and meta with this. There's a meme like template where it's like a it's like a screen cap of a YouTube video, and the name of the video is just uh, photographs taken seconds before disaster, and it was just going to be the photo of with the Jello Biafra with the newspaper. <laughs> and I end up getting so distracted by how good the video is, I forgot to do it. That man is a legend. Yeah, he's. I can't tell if he's just completely lost his mind. Circling back, D. Snyder was also a part of those PMRC like court proceedings because Twisted Sister was also caught up in the PMRC. Yeah, the Pussy Money record collection. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, an affiliate of Young Money, the, Cash Money. Yeah, remember those the, fucking shirts? The, those are the worst the shirts. Persian money. The Persian money. The Persian money Russian coalition. <laughs> The Pervert Music Collective Winger. <laughs> <laughs> you skipped an R there. Oh, well. The the, listen, the folks, Pervert Music Record Collective. I can't read. It's yeah. uh, it's just all your favorites, all your uh, all your front porch steps, all your oh, kipperers, all your fucking uh, neck deeps, okay. all your fucking. I, I, there's so many I can't think of. Like I'm sure there's some we don't even know about. I think the I'm, only innocent one is probably the story so far. Which I mean, that's really funny because like people always like to dog on them for like the lyrics being like kind of misogynistic on that first record. But it's a good record. that classic video of him kicking the woman off stage. I love that. So good. I love that. That is like the best. I remember how mad people were about that because they fucking didn't understand. Like, get off the per- stage. Yeah, she was just trying to take pictures yeah. for your fucking stupid Snapchat shit. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> Boots are off. Listen, I see that as true uh, equality. You know what? You know, you know what they say. You know what they say. <laughs> Equal rights, equal fights. That's right. That's uh, something my father taught me very early on, and it was something that I rejected that advice. For yeah, probably a good idea. Yeah, I, uh, some okay. Another thing. Um, this is advice for the children now. Don't listen to your father sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, like maybe, maybe be a bit intelligent and like kind of pick and choose a little bit, but um, use some discernment. Use to your best ability. Use your best judgment on whether you should listen to your father or not. 
because sometimes they'll uh, say some kind of off the wall shit, some some sort of stuff that makes you go, hmm. Yeah. Maybe he's a little out of touch. Maybe he uh, doesn't doesn't grasp what I'm getting at as you know a child. Yeah, maybe he doesn't understand Blue's Clues. A fifty year old man will never understand a child. But an eighty year old man can understand a child. Yeah, trust your grandparents, not your parents. Trust your grandparents. That's like straight up, that's actually really good advice. Grandparents are usually pretty fucking stellar. Well, I don't know about that, but yeah, they usually are, aren't they? They're pretty good. You have good grandparents? Yeah, my grandparents are great. Yeah? All my grandparents are pretty good. Except Grandpa Dennis. But he was pretty good too. His only problem was, uh, most of my memories of him, he had uh, one of those breathing tube things in his nose, and he was always drinking some sort of lemonade vodka cocktail thing out of this giant mug i think he was just hammered all the time honestly. <laughs> sounds like a good dude to me but he was cool it would be played basketball with me when he was like in better condition when he was younger <laughs> i was gonna say and i was like three i feel like i kind of remember that but he was cool yeah well, good overall good, positive good grandpa memory. yeah he's good grandpa. so you're like you're like uh you're uh, that's the worst one and you're like 90 percent on your on your grandparents 90 percent. i didn't know him that well but 80 percent then maybe dock him a little bit i'll dock him a little, I'll dock him. <laughs> docking him a little, dock bit. Martins in a little bit i don't remember any of my grandparents you don't no um, well, how can you speak so highly of grandparents i'm just speaking generally how can here. you worship grandparents so much everyone that i know like i know so many people that speak very highly of their grandparents like they're like consider their grandparents like friends and equals mm-hmm. which is a very nice and i think that's a something you should cherish um i personally can't identify with it because um have zero connection to one side of my family and then on the other side both my grandparents passed before i was like old enough to like acknowledge Man, like dude. i it was before i was old enough to like be self-aware and acknowledge who they were as people right so like i have these very like passing like vague very like very inconsistent memories of my grandparents and like my great uncles and stuff like that but like i can't speak as them as people all i know is just like the stories that have been passed down about Mm -hmm. them so i'm sure they're sure they're great uh if you're looking down on me right now or up who knows (laughs) um you know you're cool i'm glad you uh I'm glad you fucked 90 years ago and that, that led a procedure of events that uh, brought me here. Right. I'm glad that, you know, I, I'm a couple steps down the evolutionary chain for Flexing you. the old gratitude muscle. That's something we could all flex a little more. Yeah, once you do your push-ups in the morning, so, like, here's here's the routine. Here's the routine. Here's how you fucking you beat the Monsanto Corporation. <laughs> you fucking, you fucking, you wake up, you get off your, you get off your bed. You don't get out of the bed. You get, you get off the edge of the bed. You fucking keep your keep your knees and your feet on the bed. You know you're just hanging off there, like you like you like you're looking for the remote, like mm. you're trying to you're trying to stretch stretch your phone charger to the outlet, but you don't want to get out of bed. It's that sort of thing. <laughs> this is very specific, but okay, I'm with you. Twenty five push ups every morning before you even get your feet out of bed. You can get your body out of bed. You don't get your feet out of bed. So you're doing off 20, the bed push ups. Twenty five off the bed what decline push ups. I don't have a bed and just a mattress on the ground. What if I got one of those Japanese roll style? Beds. well then you're just doing push-ups so you're just doing push-ups to... but you have like a you have like an unsteady base okay so that's working your you was engaging your core a bit more okay should i maybe do the clap push-ups then instead i mean if you have the power to do the clap push-ups uh you better you better do the clap push-ups you better you better give yourself a round of applause every morning because you woke up it's another beautiful day it's another god-blessed day 
is a beautiful day for you to do some 25 I'm clap push ups. get some Elliot Hulse vibes from you right now. <laughs> Except he was Italian. I don't know what I'm going for here. But yeah, you do you do your 25 push ups before you even get out of bed. You get up out of bed once you get what you once your feet hit the carpet or the hardwood or the or the grass. Um, you do like you do like you do like 20 squats. You you like 20 20 25 squats. You go all the way down where you fucking your calves hit your ass and you just you go right back up. You got the you you're capable of doing that. Even if you feel like you're not the most athletic and kind, you you can do that. I promise you. You can do that. 20 25 push-ups, 25 squats uh, once you wake up and yeah, you're pretty good to go. Yeah. And that's uh, a reminder you should listen to this is brought to you by uh the Monsanto Corporation. Yeah, Mons- bring down Monsanto workout program. You call this number. We're going to flash at the bottom of the screen here. For 515-442-3864. I really hope that's not a real phone number. It's probably someone's. Uh, that sorry. is absolutely someone's phone number. I'm sorry. And uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, if you order now, you'll get the VHS combo with the calendar and the meal plan. The calendar and the meal plan. All organic, no Monsanto. Is that a 2021-2022 calendar, or what is that? That's 2001. 2001. We got the Y2K <laughs> calendar. They've been in the they've been in the warehouse for a while. They've been. If you order now, we'll send you a VCR to watch them on too. A laser disc player. Laser disc. You can Yo, I want a laser disc. I fucking want a laser disc player so bad, but if you, if you find one online, it's already pretty expensive, and then they're like, we have to do like four hundred dollar shipping because it's so like, they're so temperamental that like they'll absolutely break during shipping. Uh, so you ha- and they're also fucking heavy. I've never come across one anywhere. But you at can, any you thrift can, store I've been at, I've never found You can one. find the laser discs all the time. You can never find the fucking players. Yeah. So there's people that have access to all this media super cheap. Apparently the They def- had Ava on fucking laser disc, I'm pretty sure. That'd be so crazy to have all of Ava on laser disc. That's fucked up. Yeah, because like they can hold a bunch of like content that like I have Bram Stoker's Dracula and it's like a double laser disc. Ooh. And I I want it. I want the player so bad because I've heard that the definition on those is like pretty fucking like good. solid. Like it's a good transfer, like about as close to the original like theatrical film reels as you can Whoa, get. Oh, really? That's what I've been told. But also, like you, you have to trust that the players can still read it properly, and then you mm-hmm. also have to have like, I don't know if it's projection or what the laser disc works off of. <laughs> I know, dude. I'm really Maybe in deep digital? water. I'm talking mm-hmm. out of left field here. I don't know. But what? I don't know what a. I might have to do some homework later to figure out what the what the ins and outs of the laser disc is. But yeah, I really, I would have to just find one because I would really not trust putting that much money and faith into the U.S. Postal Service. Uh, yeah, you probably want to try to ship that like FedEx or something. I don't trust FedEx or UPS either. I don't trust fucking any. I mean, I Amazon's think... obviously the worst. Like. Amazon's great if you love uh, running a constant 50-50 chance on whether your shit's going to arrive completely fucking broken or not. That's why I don't order anything breakable through Amazon. I ordered a, uh, I ordered some uh, some vegan conditioner, some uh, nice uh, sulfate-free stuff, mm. and uh, I opened the box and it looked like I had, you know, saved up for two weeks and just jerked off straight into the box. <laughs> the, the cap was, like, shattered in half and there was just conditioner all over the inside of the box. And, like, the, it had, like, the... Uh, like the you know the uh, inflatable like the little bags that they uh, <laughs> oh the, the little poof, poof 
poof air yeah, pack little, bags. Yeah, the little air pack bags. So I like grabbed that first and lifted it out, only to realize it like the bottom side of it was just covered in, in uh, you know human adhesive. You probably had some to salvage though. Just go to the fucking. Oh, it's still like half full. Like just I, I have it, it in my shower. You but... live in an area where you can get a hold of that stuff pretty easily. It was one of those things where it was. I thought about it in the middle of the day at work, and I knew I would forget if I didn't just order it right then and there. And I ordered it, and it showed up two days later. Cap was kind of broken, but it was a uh, cheap. It was a big thing of conditioner for like ten bucks. So I can't really, can't really, uh, can't toot my dick too hard at that one, yeah. to say the least. And I also ordered a picture frame, um, and that came broken. But since it was a black picture frame, I just covered the chipped parts of it with electrical tape, and no one will ever know the difference. <laughs> no one's ever gonna fucking no. No one's ever going to see it, probably. I mean, I don't know uh, when the next time I'll invite some some babes over to the pad to uh, to sit on my bed with me while I watch Simpsons and quote the entire episode as it plays, which is about what I do with every single woman that comes over to my house. Let's go ahead and what what is your favorite Homer, or just any Simpsons quote? What's your favorite Simpsons quote? Uh, we'll my favorite Simpsons that. quote is... We'll just have uh, that. $20, I wanted a peanut. <laughs> <laughs>